Ansel Adams once said, you don't take a photograph, you make it. That's exactly what New York-based photographer and artist Darren Chumbly has been doing for 22 years. He's been capturing incredible moments, nature, people, and the world around him, and every single photo of his tells a story. Sometimes it's humor, sometimes it's beauty, but it's always a perfect moment in time that's captured forever. Visit picturedlc.com to learn more and to get to his Redbubble page where you can give these incredible moments as gifts in the forms of t-shirts, dresses, posters, tapestries, acrylic blocks, cards, prints, and more. That's picturedlc.com. Attention Disney enthusiasts, film fans, and those who have grown up with and have been inspired by Disney animation films. Drawn to Greatness, Disney's animation renaissance tells the story of Walt Disney Studios' hit animated films of the 1990s. This incredible book, written by celebrated author and 20-year Walt Disney World veteran Michael Lyons, provides the chronological story of how a group of Disney artists trained by legends who had worked on the studio's classic films believed in the power of storytelling. Each Disney animated film from this era is captured in first-hand detail, including how the blockbuster success of The Lion King was a circle-of-life moment for the studio, how The Nightmare Before Christmas went from a forgotten project to a scary success, how Toy Story took animation to infinity and beyond, and so much more. Get your copy of Drawn to Greatness, Disney's animation renaissance today at Amazon.com or through Michael's website, wordsfromlions.com. If you order through his website, Michael will sign and personalize the book to you. Again, that's wordsfromlions.com, L-Y-O-N-S.com. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Hi, I'm Scott Jacobs, and this is season two of The Mouse and Me. On the show, I'll chat with my pals who come from all walks of Disney life, including Imagineers, dancers, technicians, directors, musicians, and stuntmen, and Broadway friends who have worked on stage and behind the scenes. We'll talk attractions, shows, food, characters, tips and tricks for planning your trip and navigating the parks, and more. Now, put on your Mickey ears or your princess crown and enjoy season two of The Mouse and Me. Hello and welcome back, everyone. As always, I'm your host, Scott Jacobs, and I'm glad you found your way to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode where Danny and I had a super fun chat about his time working as a tour guide, bandit, and gangster on The Great Movie Ride. We also talked about what it was like being a skipper on Jungle Cruise, working Splash Mountain, and the time he met and performed for Michael Jackson. This week, Danny and I continue our chat about his job marketing for Walt Disney Attractions, his favorite part of the parks, a tradition he does every time he visits Disneyland, and so much more. Without any further ado, I give you the rest of my conversation with my old pal from high school, the funny, smart, and always entertaining Danny Slowick. Tell me about your work in marketing with Walt Disney Attractions and what you did for Disney consumer products. They were in the same building in Coral Gables, Florida, which is a suburb of Miami, um, I had actually moved back down to South Florida to pursue my, my MBA at the University of Miami. I had bid Disney a fond farewell. I always heard about this elusive Miami office. I had no idea what it was, where it was, what they did. I saw some some paper somewhere when I was in Orlando. Like, there's, there's a Miami office? What's that all about? So I was at the University of Miami my first semester. 
um, probably September, August, September of 1994. And I see in the, um, uh, in, in the career center, Walt Disney attractions, marketing internship, Coral Gables. I grab that paper. Like, what is this all about? <laughs> I meet, there was no, I mean, nobody was using email uh, then. So I immediately, I, I call them. I think I faxed over my resume <laughs> <laughs> and I got called in and said, Oh, wow. Come on in for an interview. Uh, we see you worked at the parks. And I'll I also, also, I called some of my old supervisors. I said, Hey, Val, the same Valerie. I said, Val, there's this, there's this Miami office. She's like, I know about the Miami office. I said, okay, but I found it. I found it. Would you be able to write me a letter of recommendation to work there? She said, sure. So the letter of rec came in. Nice. And I went in for my interview and, and it was this beautiful corner penthouse office overlooking Miami and the Miami international airport. And I'm like, Oh, this is beautiful. And I, I, I was asked one question. The interview was one question. Why do you deserve this job? Okay. That's the best interview question ever. Now it's always tell me about a time when you had a problem with a customer. <laughs> Why should I hire you for this job? I mean, talk about open-ended questions. Ask a theater kid an open-ended question. We won't stop. <laughs> so, so I went on for probably longer than I should have. And she smiled and she smiled. And she's like, okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I got the job. It was an internship. Um, my official what, title. What was your answer? Um, oh, 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 my answer was, my answer was, I remember this. I said, look outside that window. I said, look outside that window overlooking Miami. There's no one out there with the dedication and the excitement in the Disney experience that I have sitting right in front of you. No one out there has worked at the park, has wanted to work for this company forever, and will do more for this office than the person sitting right in front of you. She's like, I like that answer. I said, okay, thank you. So, mm, that's uh, a good God, answer. Thank you. Thank you. It was about two hours. So there, there's your, there's your interview tip for the day, kids. Uh, <laughs> it was about two years working for them. And within that two years, uh, that, that office, Walt Disney attractions shared the penthouse floor with Disney consumer products, Latin America and two offices down from my manager was ready a video producer. Oh my God. Nice. Get the theater kid with the video guy. It was, <laughs> it was great. He had recently moved down from, from Orlando also working for Walt Disney world. It was Jess J E S S Jess. Hi Jess. If you're listening, Jess <laughs> Stevens and Jess and I talked about everything parks related. I mean, it got to the point where my manager was like, Hey, can I have him back please? We, we, got work, we, we have work to do. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I didn't mean to get him in trouble. It's all me. He's like, she's like, don't worry. He's not fired. We just have work to do. He does work for me. <laughs> <laughs> so Jess and I would talk about, about the parks all day long and all the people we knew and the, the events that are like he worked this event and I worked that event. And, and, and he was working for Disney Consumer Products Latin America. And about three months into the Walt Disney Attractions gig, Jess said, if I could work it out, would you like to work for us one or two days a week? I said, you got to talk to my boss about that. I said, I would love to, but I do work for her. 
if if you and your team can talk to her and work it out at your level, 100%. I would love to do both. So with that's what we started doing. It started off as one day a week. And then it was like, um, we have some projects. We'd like to borrow him for the next three months. Oh, wow. So now I'm doing these internal uh, video productions. Uh, Disney Consumer Products have part- partnered with Tupperware. Um, to pr- create this whole Tupper magic line down in South America and, C- and Central America. Uh, I was the I was the casting director on that. I was the assistant producer on that. I, I was the location manager for that. Uh, I mean, I suddenly was in my element again. I was in I was in showbiz again. Right. Uh, and it was neat to be able to do that. Uh, now I loved working with Walt Disney Attractions marketing and seeing the business side as I call it, the business side of show business, because performers and, and, and stage managers and technical people, sometimes we forget when we're wearing those hats that there is a whole team making sure that we have the funding, making sure that, that, that there are people buying tickets and getting into those seats. Because without those people, without those guests or that audience, whatever term you want to use, without them buying a ticket, we have no job. So right. I, I loved I, I loved the marketing and the advertising aspect of it, um, and and it, if I had my druthers, I would actually mm. I would I would want to have stayed in that field. Unfortunately, in the mid '90s, everybody was cutting back, so it didn't quite work out the way I wanted. But I love as much as I loved that. I also loved working the the production side. So for Disney Consumer Products, I was working with Jess as his assistant producer. He was the producer of record. Everything went through him. So he had final say on everything. And he's like, okay, here's our list that needs to be done by the end of the week. I'll be in Cabo San Lucas working on a project. When I get back next Monday, this needs to be done. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so that that's, that's what I was doing with consumer products was the video production stuff. We had a lot of videos. I mean, we had decades worth of Disney archival footage that I had to arrange and put into a library uh, stuff. I will never get my, my fingers on again. Uh, I was kind of like the Dave Smith of Disney consumer products. Dave Smith for listeners who don't know, don't know was the, the head of the Disney archives uh, in, in Burbank. Um, I was, I was archiving everything for the Miami office. And mm. sometimes I actually had to call the archives office and say, look, we've got this. I don't know what this is. And they'd have to walk me through it. And then I was able to catalog it properly. So That's it was, so there, cool. There was some neat stuff. There was some neat stuff I got to do. Yeah. Did you go to the parks often when you weren't working? In Orlando, yes. In Miami, no, because it's a four-hour drive from, sure, sure. My, from Miami to there. But uh, there were times that I would get off my shift at, at the movie ride, get in my car, and drive to the Magic Kingdom in time for the parade and fireworks and, and the haunted mansion. Nice. What's something in Walt Disney world or Disneyland you appreciate even more now that you're an adult? The transition areas mm. from one land to the next. They're seamless. I, they are seamless. Uh, they go from one land to a neutral transition where there's garbage cans on one side for this area, garbage cans on the other side for the other area. And the transition area itself could be either one. Mm-hmm. And you, as you walk through, you slowly start to see the next one coming through. Um, 
great example of this is at Disneyland. There's, as you're in, where are you in? As you're in Frontierland, the, the layout's a little bit different over there. As you're in Frontierland, looking toward, looking toward Adventureland, look at a park map. And, and you'll get what I'm saying. Um, as you're coming around the corner, uh, you you can see the masts of a ship, of a pirate ship, which could either be Americana or they could be Pirates of the Caribbean, hmm. depending on where you're standing. Because it could either be for Liberty Square or it could be for – actually, it, it is – or it could be Pirates um, – Depending on where you're standing, it could it could be either one, and it was just nice. so perfect the way they did it. What's a Disney tradition you must do every time you visit the parks? At Disneyland, <laughs> there's <laughs> there's this thing that I learned about called the um, called the test wall. I don't know if have you heard of the test wall? Yes, it's down that little street on the right. Yes. Uh, I learned about the test wall on one of my field trips out there. I took a group of students out to LA. We did some workshops at Disneyland. And one of my other chaperones said, have you heard of test wall? So I went down, walked down Main Street, turned to the right. And sure enough, there were all the different things. So one of my traditions there is I have to go and I've got to see, just kind of look and see what it's what's over there. Uh, Walt Disney World has something similar, but you'll never see it. It's backstage where they have the different um, the different uh, streets, the different grounds mm-hmm. uh, that that you could see throughout the park. It was just a way of saying, okay, what is it going to look like? So they lay brick here and concrete here and wood here, but you'll never see it as a guest. I have one for Disneyland, for, for Disneyland Park specifically. I, mm-hmm. I need to come up with one for Walt Disney World. But every time I walk into Disneyland Park, I always look at the fire station and the apartment upstairs and I just mm-hmm. wave. And oh. when I leave the park, I look again and I just wave. Nice. That's my Walt's little apartment. Yeah. Walt's mm. apartment. Danny, I'd like to switch test tracks for a minute. Let it go with the interview questions. Forgo the foolish mortals and play some Disney games. What do you think? Sounds like you wrote that script. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go for it. And now it's time to play Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Danny, I'm going to name three things, and you have to rank them from favorite to least favorite. Are you ready? Go for it. All right. Because Epcot is your favorite park, we're going to start with the attractions in that park. So Huey, Dewey, and Louie, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, Frozen Ever After. The only one of those I've ridden at Epcot is Frozen Ever After. Haven't been to Guardians yet. Ratatouille, I rode in Disneyland Paris. I hear they're identical, so it would be in that order. It would be okay. um, um, uh, Frozen Ratatouille, and then Guardians is neutral because I haven't ridden it, ridden it yet. Danny, listen mm-hmm. to me, my friend. You must get on that ride. It is. I, I've ridden Guardians at, Disney, at, at California Adventure. This is so very different. It's so very amazing. It will change your world. Okay. And when you ride it, we're going to talk. (laughs) Part two. (laughs) Part two. All right. So now restaurants in Epcot. So Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Tangerine Cafe in Morocco. Tokyo Dining in Japan. 
Biergarten restaurant in Germany. Biergarten for the is number one for the entertainment. Uh, Morocco is number one because um, when my mom was alive, that was her favorite restaurant. And mm-hmm. Tokyo is just fun, but that that would be a number two or even a number three because I can go to Benihana for that. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's the same. Now, it's the same restaurant. I've never eaten in Germany. What what entertainment do they have? It's Oktoberfest every day. Yeah, every, oh, every, everybody, everybody sits at a long table. You you don't get your own private family table. You sit with other families. All the food comes out. It's all you can eat. There's an Oktoberfest show going on. It's it's an experience. It's like dinner nice. theater. Yeah. Nice. Well, the Tangerine Cafe, uh, man, I miss that. Mm-hmm. I, I miss the original menu that they had. Hopefully they'll bring it back. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. The next few we do, Ian Louie, Epcot Snacks. Caramel s'mores from the Germany Pavilion. Macaroons from the France Pavilion. School bread from the Norway Pavilion. And that's the sweet roll filled with custard dipped in coconut. Haven't had any one of them. None of them? No. I'm not the type that goes through and has to eat all the snacks. I know there are some foodies that just, they go to the parks just for the snacks. I'm not, I go for the park to the parks for the rides, not for the okay. snacks. All right. That is fair. Then let's move on to, well, sorry. <laughs> well, my next one is, is snacks, but well, let's just see. Let's see. Are we doing Louie? Mickey oh, ice cream boy. sandwich, beignets, or turkey leg? Um, the beignets at, the beignets at Disneyland, um, 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 um. Mint julep. Nor, nor mint julep, yeah. Um, New Orleans Square, uh, also the home of Club 33. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, are okay, they're okay. What were the other two? Uh, the other two Mickey ice cream sandwich and turkey leg. Um, Mickey ice cream sandwich is just an ice cream sandwich. The turkey leg, I haven't had in years, but I do remember loving it. Mm-hmm. Now, so, you had a snack at Shanghai Disney when, when we were talking. You told me about it. It was a Donald waffle with watermelon. Yes! Yes! Oh, everything in China is watermelon. They love watermelon. Everything is watermelon. You go to the Starbucks in, in China and they have watermelon desserts. And I asked once, because I was there to teach, and I asked, I said, why do you guys love watermelon so much? And one of them smiled and she said, because it's cheap. I said, hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Watermelon everywhere. This did I show you a picture of it? No. Okay, I, I I'll, I'll show you a picture of it, and it's 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 neat. It's it's a it's a waffle. It's a waffle coat. I think it's a waffle dish with watermelon flavored ice cream in it, and it and like I think there was a white chocolate thing on it, and it was it was so delicious. And you don't go to the parks for the snacks. Come on. Uh, well, I was. How many times am I getting to Shanghai Disney? No, that's true. Uh, did you love and that? Experience? It was different. It was different. It was. I wanted it because it wasn't the same old popcorn. In fact, their popcorn. They have prawn flavored popcorn out there. That's what I understand. Did yes. you have any? I did not. I, okay. I, my 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 shrimp belongs on a plate by itself, not on popcorn. <laughs> You want your cocktail sauce and your shrimp. That's right. Not on my popcorn. Now, how is Shanghai Disneyland? Um, 
Very, very different. They don't have a haunted mansion uh, due to cultural differences. Um, as, as we all know from having watched Mulan, ancestors in Chinese culture are very important. Uh, so putting a, a, a haunted house with ghosts in, a, in, in China would not have been the right thing. I think Disney made the absolute right choice and not doing that. It, 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 it would have caused all sorts of backlash. As much as they wanted Disney to be there, that's the wrong attraction. Okay. Um, uh, sorry. What was the question? Uh, <laughs> I missed the question. Uh, how was oh, how it different? How, okay. um, I, I really enjoyed it. it. It was very, again, very, very different. Their pirates is unlike anything you'll ever see. I think there's some YouTube footage of their pirates of the Caribbean. It's this whole three dimensional ride where the, the, the boat does not just go on a track. The boat goes forwards and sideways and turns around and it, it, it goes backwards. It flips around. There's, there's giant, uh, there, there, there's giant projection screens. Um, the only thing is the whole thing's in Chinese. So I, I, I had to, by using by using my context clues that I learned about in elementary school, <laughs> I had to figure out what was going on. But it what an incredible attraction! Um, and I, I've watched some interviews that they're not planning on on reworking any of the existing pirates because that's that was that's the foundation. That's what everything is built on. But sure. oh man, if you ever get a chance to go out there, ride the pirates. I think I rode their pirates four times. Uh, nice. Four times, once, and then three more times later, and then I rode their Tron five times in a row. It was incredible. Mm, they're getting ready to open that at Magic Kingdom. They are. They are. I was just talking to uh, one of, one of my old coworkers who's on the opening team for that, and he he went to Shanghai. He he opened um, uh, Tron out there. He said they're nearly identical. He he said ours might be a little bit better. <laughs> Oh, really? but, uh, okay. they're, 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 they're nearly identical to each other. It's an incredible, incredible ride. I can't, I cannot wait for the American crowds to experience it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, the next year we do in Louis, this brings us to the Disneyland resorts, Goofy's kitchen at the Disneyland hotel, Disney's PCH grill at Disney's paradise pier hotel or storytellers cafe Bruh. at Disney's grand Californian hotel and spa. Okay, the Paradise Pier used to be, I believe, uh, Howard Johnson's many years ago, and Disney has tried tried to Disneyfy it, and it still is a Howard Johnson's with <laughs> with, with, with Mickey stickers. Uh, Goofy's, <laughs> Goofy's ca- um, uh, Cafe is nice, but my favorite is absolutely beyond a doubt Storytellers Cafe. The Why food so? is. The food is incredible. The service is, is great. It's it's definitely a cut above Goofy's Kitchen. I said Goofy's Cafe. So it's definitely a cut above Goofy's Kitchen. Um, Goofy's Kitchen is kind of like Chef Mickey's over at the Contemporary. Very similar. It's good. Uh, it, it, it's good, but the other one is great. Now, did you do breakfast great. or dinner at Storyteller's Cafe? Or did dinner. you do both? Dinner at both. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. The next one, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. We're talking characters. Mater, Donald Duck, Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell is my favorite, always has been. I'm in love with Tinkerbell. 
yeah? she's a fictional character. I'm not really in love with her. It was, <laughs> it was facetious. I I understand there's you know fictional characters. Tinkerbell is always <laughs> my favorite. She's always she's always had a mind of her own. She's always energetic and she's always feisty and she's very protective over Peter Pan. A little too protective sometimes. Um, to Wendy to Wendy's detriment. Um, you said who were the other ones? Mater and who else? Donald. Donald. Uh, I mean, Donald's one of the original. He's 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 one of, he's one of the Fab Five. He you, is. you can't you can't you can't go wrong with Donald. Mater is fun, but I got to put him in third place. Okay. But but Mater's Mater's ride at California Adventure is so much fun. And he that sing, brings me to the next to Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Radiator Springs you. Racers. Yes. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Goofy's Sky School. And I put that in there because you're a pilot. Goofy Sky School is definitely the thir- three out of three. It's so short. It, and it, it's, it's rough. Little, it's, it's rough. It's a Oof. long line. It lasts all of 30 seconds. Uh, Radiator Springs Race, Racers oh, is definitely number one out of that group. Yeah. And it is Mr. truly... Mr. Toad holds a special place because it's the only place you'll ever see Toad again. That's right. Uh, you know, there's a little, um, there's a yeah, hint. He, he hands over the deed. I know yeah, yeah, he hands okay. over the deed. I know. I know. All right. All right. Um, the next year we do Ian Louie. Yep. Haunted Mansion Holiday. Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris. Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World. Phantom Manor, Haunted Mansion Holiday, Haunted Mansion Walt Disney World. Why? Because the first thing you do at no, the first thing you do at Haunted Mansion, no, not the first thing. At one point in, in Phantom Manor, you go underground and you see the corpses come back to life. They are reanimated. That is the scariest Haunted Mansion I've ever been on. Oh wow! Okay. Yes, it's so cool. But we're going over to Paris in April and we're mm-hmm. going to Disney for two days. We're going to do one park each day. And mm-hmm. I am so excited to ride that attraction. Uh, go underneath the castle and you'll find Maleficent Dragon hiding underneath the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friends live there and they have mm-hmm. annual passes. So we're going to go with them and we're going to let them guide us. Yes. And, and they talk to us about that as well. There's an Alice in Wonderland hedge maze that you'll never see anywhere else also. Mm, nice. Don't get lost. Don't get lost like Harry Potter. All right. So Phantom Manor is first. Uh, what's next? Uh, you have Haunted Mansion Holiday. Haunted Mansion and- Holiday. Yeah. Haunted Man- I, I, I have been known to fly to California just for that ride. Um, I mean, of course, I've got friends and family there. Okay. Hi, friends and family. Love you. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland to ride Haunted Mansion 17 times. Okay. Yes. All right. The next one. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Space Mountain and Magic Kingdom, Space Mountain in Disneyland Park, Space Mountain Disneyland Paris, which is called Hyperspace Mountain. It's so different. The Disneyland Paris is Hyperspace Mountain is is nothing like the other two. It's a, more of a traditional roller coaster where you, where you have cars uh, linked to one another. So it's it's not like the other two. Um, it's a, is it, it smooth? It's smooth, and there's an outside. There, there, there's a tube on the outside of of the pyramid where you can where you're actually climbing up. So it's it's different. It's very different than okay. the other two. And it also um, has a loop, right? Uh, it's. I was there in 2017. I. It's been five and a half years. Um, and for future posterity, we're recording this in early 2023. So five, <laughs> five, five and a half years since I've been there. Um, I 
don't recall if if it goes inverted or not. Probably. Okay. Yeah, because it's, okay. it's, it's it seems like I, from what I recall, it's similar technology to Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. okay. If I remember that correctly. All right. So the three were that one, that was, I mean, that's what, that one's, I can't have that in the same category as the other two, but you said Space Space Mountain Mountain Magic Kingdom and Disneyland Park. Disneyland Park. And when I'm over there, I still call it the Magic Kingdom and people look at me funny. The what? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Disneyland. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, that was the original name of that park though. Right, right, right. And the whole place is now Disneyland Resort. Right. And in Disneyland Resort, there is Disneyland Park and Disney's California Adventure. <laughs> uh, um, there's, uh, I say theirs because mine is Florida, theirs is California. Unless I move there, in which case that'll be, <laughs> right. or, or Florida will become theirs. Um, Disneyland is a little bit different be, be, because they have height and depth that we don't have. If you go too deep here, you hit the water table. So right. they, they, they have some differences that we just don't have. Um, I like Walt Disney worlds better because there's two separate tracks versus the, the one track at Disneyland. Okay. There are mirror images. Here. The next two we doing in Louie hmm. sorcery in the sky, fireworks, Disney enchantment, happily ever after sorcery in the sky, sorcery in the sky and sorcery in the sky. Got it. It, it takes, it takes gold, silver and bronze. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. The last Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Go for and it. I'm, I'm going to try and get through this. In honor of our theater teacher, the late and so, so great mm-hmm. Mr. Kinder. Mm-hmm. Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Journey into Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, live on stage. I worked... Beauty and the Beast live on stage. So I got to know that show very intimately. Um, I, I wasn't in the cast or crew. I was I was in the house. Um, so I, I got to know that show very, very well. I, I, I got to know all the different cast members. Oh, oh, this is the Gaston that jumps an octave. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> so, there's always a one thing that, that would say, I'm roughly the size of a board. She'd always jump that octave. And I'm nice. sorry, because I'm not a singer. So I just ruined half your audience's ears. <laughs> um, so that is probably number one. Voyage of the Little Mermaid. I didn't like the show so much because I think they chopped too much of the story. They, I think they just kind of like mashed it all together. But the people who worked on that show were incredible. Um one of the one of the aerials was uh, was Miss USA. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember her name, and and she wound up becoming Leanza Leanza Cornett. Um, before I was working there, I was a freshman at UCF. Uh, no, I I'm sorry. I had I had already started working there, and Leanza came to speak at UCF. I went up, talked to her, showed her my Disney ID. I said, "We work." both work for the same place. Um, and, and she was as sweet as could be all the aerials were. Um, so I, I got to know them on more, a more personal level. The show itself, I didn't care for very much. Cause as I said, I think they just chopped too much out of the story and try to fit a 90 minute story into a 30 minute production mm-hmm. or 25 minute production. 
Um, and the third one was Jungle Book. I never saw Jungle Book. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Well, Danny, thank you for playing Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Do you have no time problem. to play one more game? Uh, one more game, yes. Excellent. This game is called As the Nose Grows, Pinocchio True or False. Okay. I'm going to give you a statement, and you have to tell me whether you think that statement is true or false. Here we go. Splash Mountain was Disney's fourth mountain attraction after the Matterhorn, Space Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Splash Mountain opened in Disneyland in 1989 and in Magic Kingdom in 1992. True or false, the original name of this attraction was Zippity River Run. Ooh. I don't remember seeing anything like that anywhere. But it's too specific of a title for you to just have made it up. So (laughs) I'll, I'll say true. It is true. Then CEO Michael Eisner didn't like that original name and requested that the Imagineers change it to Splash Mountain with the splash being a nod to the 1984 movie with Tom Hanks. And Eisner wanted to promote the movie, even though the movie Splash didn't have anything at all to do with the Song of the South and the attraction. Good job, Michael. I agree with you. (laughs) All right. The next one. The Jungle Cruise was an opening day attraction at both Disneyland Park and Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World and is known, as you are aware, for its skippers, who are an integral part of the attraction and storyline. True or false? Before becoming the CEO of Pixar and Disney Animation, John Lasseter was a skipper on the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland Park. I know this one. That's true. It is true. That's right. There's actually, do you know that there's a photo of John Lasseter or Skipper John piloting a boat in Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar at the Disneyland Hotel? That's very specific. No, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited to uh, to go and see that the next time I, I make it out and there. And did you, did you know that Steve Martin worked at the House of Magic on in Disneyland? And if you go there today, there's, a, there's an autographed picture of Steve on Main Street in the House of Magic, the magic shop. I knew he worked there, but I didn't know about the autograph. I'm going to have to check that out as well. And I will take a picture and I'll send it to you. There you go. (laughs) There were two (laughs) other famous people who were skippers at the Jungle Cruise in Disneyland. Do you know who they are? There are a lot of famous people who are skippers of the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland. Well, the two that I'm thinking of are Kevin Costner. Okay. And Ron Ziegler, who was the 13th White House press secretary and assistant to President Richard Nixon. Isn't that that really count? Does that really count as famous? Well, (laughs) infamous? I don't know. (laughs) Richard Nixon, he, oh, he had a, he had a lot of work on his hands if he was working in the Nixon White House. (laughs) Now, who were the famous people you were thinking of? Uh, I, I, I can't, I just know that we, we've had a lot of, folks who became celebrities that okay. that started at the Jungle Cruise. A lot of Disney execs also started at the Jungle Cruise and moved their way up as well. Okay. The next one. The Great Movie Ride opened at Disney MGM Studios on May 1st, 1989 and closed 28 years later in 2017. I know, I'm sorry. I was there. When it closed, it became the park's last opening day attraction to permanently close. Yep. True or false? The Great Movie Ride was planned solely for Disney MGM Studios because of the theming of that park. False. It was originally designed for Epcot. Nice. Excellent. Thank you. Very, very nice. 
It was I originally think. the original name for it was Great Moments at the Movies. That's right. Yes, Great Moments yeah. at the Movies. They also planned it uh, three times, I think, to incorporate it out in mm-hmm. California, and that just never worked out either. Right. It's a massive, massive ride. It's very labor intensive. Um, and just to build the ride, it costs is 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 a huge cost. the The rights to use all of the to all, use all those characters, um, that's that's one of the reasons why it shut down because some of the rights were uh, expiring. It's also why Disney MGM Studios changed to Disney's Hollywood Studios because the contract with MGM had ended and they had no desire to renew the uh, uh, the naming rights, but. Um, it was such a great ride. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more for you. Yeah. Much like the real one in Hollywood, the Chinese theater located inside Disney's Hollywood <clears throat> Studios features handprints, shoe prints, and signatures of actors, musicians, and film characters, including Bob Hope, one of my favorites, Donald O'Connor, mm-hmm. Dick Van Dyke, Harrison Ford, another one of my favorites, Billy Joel, and of course, Mickey and Minnie Mouse, True or False. Audrey Hepburn's handprints are located at only two locations in the world, Grauman's or TCL Chinese Theater in Los Angeles and at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Are Audrey Hepburn's handprints at the Chinese Theater? Again, this is a very specific question. Uh, (laughs) um, I'll say true. I don't know this one, but I'm going to guess true. Do you have another guess? Um, yes, I'm going to guess false. That is correct. It is false. <laughs> Danny, you're amazing. Her handprints, in fact, are only at Hollywood Studios. Right. When Audrey Hepburn was creating her handprints for the park, she began to cry. And when she and when asked why she was so emotional, she revealed that no one had ever asked her for her handprints before. And when Grauman's heard the news, they called her to correct their oversight. And she declined. Wow. Go Disney. Yay. <laughs> well, Danny, oh thank you for playing Huey, Dewey, oh. and Louie. And as the nose grows, Pinocchio, true or false, I hope you had fun. I did. Would you like a, would you like a, little, um, a little fun fact about the handprints? I always want fun facts about anything Disney. Okay. Robin Williams' handprints in front of the Chinese theater. It looks like baby footprints but they're not. What he did is he took his hand, he curled it up and curled it up. Oh, yes, and yes, yes. Little, and then with his fingers made little little tiny toe prints. <laughs> that seems like something that Robin Williams would do. Yes, yes. And, That's and they're amazing. there to this day. To this day, That's they're amazing. still there. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you for playing. Absolutely. You're welcome. <laughs> to end the interview... I'd like to end with these Fab Five questions in honor of the Disney Fab Five, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto. Who's your favorite Disney character from the movies? Um, Rapunzel. Why? I like Rapunzel. She's fun and she's got a frying pan and she's not afraid <laughs> she to use it. She does have a frying pan. <laughs> she's a good cook and she's good with the frying pan. She'll knock you out. <laughs> I said knock you out. That's right. Rapunzel said, knock you out. Okay. Who's your favorite Disney character to meet in the parks? Um, on my birthday, um, one of my best friends, 
uh, who we went to high school with, uh, is still working there. And, and she works in entertainment. And so she kind of got me a little cut the line type of thing. Um, and I got to meet uh, Anna and Elsa on my birthday. And, and they found out, oh, it's your birthday? Anna got so excited. <laughs> she, Princess Anna went on and on about how her favorite thing to eat on her birthday is chocolate. And I need to get chocolate. And everything needs to be chocolate. So <laughs> I had so much fun meeting Princess Anna that day. If you can ask any character a question, who would you ask and what would you ask? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know. I don't think of fictional characters in that way. Um, um, come back come back to me on that one. Okay. If you could spend a day with Walt Disney, what would you do? If I could hang out with Walt. I've always said that, you know, people say, if you can go back in time and meet anyone that you want, that you want to meet, who would you want to meet? I'd want to meet Walt. I never thought about what I would say to him during the meeting. Um, that's it. Oh, I don't know. What would I, what would I ask Walt? I would ask Walt, um, if I could be in the writer's room on his next TV show, just to hear how it's all created. Mm, that is a good one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. If you could have one special quality of any Disney character, what would it be? Gaston's good looks. I think you're handsome. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I agree. And I'm going to give the town a statue of myself to prove it. <laughs> All right, so let's circle back to if you can ask any character a question, who would you ask and what would you ask? Who would I ask any Disney character? Cruella. Why puppies? And why Dalmatians, <laughs> Cruella? You have your choice of anything. Why the puppies? Why the puppies? Well, Danny, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I, I know you have to jet off. See again what I did there? Uh, I, yeah wow you've done a lot of those today <laughs> my limit is two so i'm done there you and go. welcome there you go. <laughs> but it was so nice to see you again as i mentioned at, at the top of you the too. interview and just thank you for hanging out and talking all things disney with me i, I appreciate your time absolutely all right my friend we will talk soon okay all right, all right. take care And that'll do it for this episode of The Mouse and Me. If you liked what you've heard, please subscribe to the show, rate it, leave a review, and tell all of your friends. And if you didn't like it, well, tell your enemies. Be sure to follow me on the socials by searching The Mouse and Me. You can also email me at themouseandmepodcast at gmail.com and visit patreon.com slash themouseandme to support the show. Okay, that's all for now. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you have the best day ever and see you real soon. Mm-hmm.